0: little extra Lambo coming to you from the South Hill Podcast Studios right here, Spokane, Washington. How is everybody doing today? We are here in the Palatial Podcast Studios and this podcast that I'm about to talk to you on has been on the board for about a month and a half. I know I brought it up before. Um, I brought it up before on a show that I wanted to do. It's it's been on the board before that, but when the board got updated of shows, it stayed on. But it's just taken me a while to get all of the information seriously for it, and and this might be my biggest show up to date. I uh, made a Facebook post saying just that. It'll be my biggest show up to date. And we will find out how big it is come May 22nd. The show is Agenda 2030. Um, It is derived off of Agenda 21, which I'm going to touch on. But it got moved. The timeline got moved. It got pushed back. And now it is being accelerated. So it went from Agenda 21 to Agenda 2030, and now it's being accelerated because they know these elites, the left, Democrats, the World Economic Forum, the WHO, they're, they're, they're scared and they're panicking right now, and they know that they will fail the longer they wait. So they are pushing it through right now. This is the biggest show I've done to date. Please, please listen to this show. Please pass it along. Uh, I'm going to start off. uh, Nomad Pro Customs. Military-owned, veteran-owned company. Uh, Caesar Cass makes super high-quality softball, baseball gloves. Fully customizable. Any color you want. Three different leathers. And... It is a very good glove. I'm, I'm waiting on my son's to get in, actually, because it's his birthday present, and that is his uh, his birthday is coming up, so hopefully I get it in time for his birthday, because I know he's he's just dying to use it. Nomad Pro Customs, you can find them on Facebook, nomadprocustoms.com, and that'll take you right to their link, so... Um, when you order, just tell them uh, tell Lambo sent you or Albert Garza, co-host of the Hot Cast One Radio Podcast, and they'll get you. We'll get you lined out. So Nomad Pro Customs, baseball, softball gloves. You will not. You'll not be uh, dissatisfied with the quality work that you're going to get. They're amazing gloves. Also, Mister Freedom Stick. Uh, he's got his end or his uh, uh, survival training courses that he does. Get on to Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R, Mr. freedomstick.com On Onto his webpage, you will find Just a Pinch of Patriot, which is his podcast. You can also find him on Spotify, as along with mine, a little extra Lambo. Uh, you can find um, all the other shows that he listens to. He's got some Joe Rogan podcasts that are saved on there, a lot like I do on my link tree. And you can find out uh, the other videos that he has on there right now. Uh, well, it might, it might be taken down again, but he's got 2000 mules and what a show, what a documentary that that was just solidifying. If you believe that the erection, the election was rigged, if you believe that there is no fucking way, 81 million voters voted for this potato in office, there is, if you believe that I, I, your head has been in the ground. If you believe that somebody, 81 million people actually voted for this guy, your head has been in the ground and you just don't want to see. Maybe life is easier, just you just going about your day, not giving a care, not giving a whim about anything there. And it, it has completely affected our country. Gas prices, home purchases, uh, your interest rates, your food, your food supply, it's all going up. Thanks to this potato that's in office. Uh, 2000 Mules. So get onto his his page and you can watch it there if it's still up. Um, I know when it comes down, he goes, jumps through the hoops to get it put back up there. So if you are interested in watching that, shoot me a message or just go to MrFreedomStick.com. S T E R FreedomStick.com. What else? Before I I jump into the show, Um, I know I've already started a survivalist podcast, um, just going into the basics of uh, preparedness. Um, That is another show that I will be doing. I've got another starter of notes for um, another Red Pill show, and it kind of has more to do with mental health aspect along with... Men taking the bullshit that they do, uh, which reverts back to the Johnny Depp case. Um, so that'll all be all be mixed in there. Also, I am going to have a guest on, and we're going to talk about canning I, the 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 luxurious topic of canning. But in this in this day and age, right now, it's a it, it's going to be a very useful tool, as especially especially if you can find stuff that is in bulk. I mean, bulk, and you can then can it to make it last that much longer. Uh, I've started watching on a recommendation from a friend, 1870. Let me just double check this real quick. Oh, YouTube, you suck. Um, I believe it's called 1870s Homestead. That 1870s Homestead. It's on YouTube. Great series. Subscribe to the channel. Um, you, they go through the basics. They go through the canning 101. They go through the most important vegetables and, and fruits that you should be growing. They they go over just a, a wide variety of topics, as well as how to set up your planters, how to set up the different ground, the different grounds needed for um, the the fruit, food, the foods that you're going to be eating. And then why you? This one also you combine them. Like if you're a salsa, you're a tomato paste or tomato sauce or you know whatever the other combinations of stuff. They show you how to how to can all of that together, and then and then it's already you know basically done for you. So you, when you pop the seal, you pop the lid, boom, you're there. Um. So my advice to you, this is definitely something that you want to get into. At least try. I mean my my family, I mean we we we're a sauerkraut family. I remember I, I don't remember how much other stuff that we did, but I remember the sauerkraut. And the cabbage would be down there and just beating away on the cat on the cabbage in the the pots. I know that they're called something, and I know grandma's going, Gavin, you should know this. But whatever the pots are, you guys know what the the, the sauerkraut pots are and then the wooden spatulas almost that you're just beating on this cabbage to get the sauerkraut so that's what I remember most and then we'd can those Uh, my grandma used to do different jams rhubarb she loved rhubarb grandma bailey loved rhubarb and and so she was always making jams and other stuff like that but um, that was a long time ago and I don't really remember everything that we did so but those those definitely stand out but Canning is a very useful tool, and I think it's going to be something that we're going to need to rely on the further down this shithole that we're the Biden administration is leading us down. And when we come across a good deal on something that's in bulk, it's a great way to, um, to can it, store it. It'll, it'll last several years. So I, it's definitely something that I have started getting into. I know Brooks we have talked about it before he will be getting into as well. so it's just kind of getting everything set up and then and then just kind of away you go. so um, homestead that homes that 1870s homestead is the is the YouTube channel. so you'll you'll definitely find that. I will um, I will post a link for this on my link tree uh, which I believe is uh S- South Hill Podcast Studios. Let me just look real quick here because I've I've got it saved in my clipboard. It is uh Linktree so link tr backslash South Hill Podcast Studios and I'll I'll attach that to this uh, as well so you can just copy it. I don't think it'll allow you to click right to the link tree from the Prologue, but you are more than welcome to copy it and then and then put it in there. So I also have some Joe Rogan interviews um, within my link tree that I think are, are very beneficial, as well as my other shows. Hotcast one, Little Extra Lambo, and uh, One Pack Two Pack, the Baseball Card Podcast. So those are all in there as well. Um what else here? And I got the videos, the videos playing. Um What else do I got here? I got those two shows. I got this show. Um, Trying to get kicked off of TikTok, uh, South Hill Podcast Studios. Um, Just just trying to be as controversial as possible to get banned, start a new account, get banned. And and, uh, (laughs) you're like, Lambo, why are you doing that? Um, It's just... You're, you're trying to get out there. I hope I don't get banned but because I've got a pretty good following right now that I can, I can reach a lot of people. Um, I'm going to start destroying these Democrats uh, who are running for office, who are running for um, different things within Washington state. And I'm going to start picking them apart and we're going to get them out of office and we're going to make Washington red. That is my goal. That is my platform that we're going to start moving into destroying Democrats within Washington State. And we're going to turn Washington State red. That is that is my goal. We're going to start with Patty Murray. She's a toxic, toxic woman that needs to be gone. I believe in term limits. I don't care who you are. Kathy McMorris-Rogers, I know she does a great job. Term limits, you need to be gone. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Term limits. You should be gone. You serve your time. You go back into the community. You don't get rich on the backs of us people, us blue-collar workers, on anybody that's, that, you know, on the taxes that we pay. You should not be getting rich on our dime. That's crooked. That's corrupt. That only leads to nonsense and, and uh, you know, backdoor deals and handshakes. That's what it all leads to. So we need to eliminate that. Uh term limits, Patty Murray gone. That's it. So, those shows will be coming up as well. But as it sits right now, we're let's jump into a 20 agenda 2030. I have some clips that are going to be played throughout this. It's going to be it's I've got I've got so many pages of notes, guys. I had to take a break actually. I was I was going through agenda 21 and I just wanted to get the Cliff notes of the show. And and I just found myself just writing more and more and more and more. And I got down into the 2030 and I had to take a break because my head was going to explode. I've got duct tape upstairs. It's the Gorilla Glue duct tape. I think I'm going to have to use it because my head is ready to explode just writing the notes down. I even started talking about it. So agenda, uh, 2021, it started out as a UN action plan, uh, in Rio de Janeiro in 1992, uh, the U S act UN action plan in regard to sustainable development. That's how they were selling it. Sustainable development. It was, uh, the earth summit in Rio, like I had mentioned, uh, the global agenda is where this started this is where the globalist globalist started coming out this is where these these global agendas were being molded into agenda 2021 and this is the first time that it had taken shape in this in this atmosphere but it was all done under sustainable development right and that's how liberals work liberals don't tell you exactly what's going on They tell you, they give you the sugar first and then they start adding in the sweeteners on the side, hoping you don't pay attention. That's how liberals work. The main objective of 2021, Agenda 2021, is for local governments to draw its own Agenda 21. So they want you to um, take what had come out of this summit and make it your own community fund, your own projects But they kind of want them to interact and they want them to lead the projects. They want them to be the ones spearheading it. So it's not really for your community. They are pushing themselves into the agenda that you're trying to create. So is it really yours? That should have been the signal number one. Agenda 21. Um. Agenda 21, uh, they want to achieve global substance, uh, sustainable development by the year 2000. It is the start of the United Nations plan, like I just said. It, it is the start. 178 governments around the world bought into Agenda 21. Yes, the poorer countries were like, fuck yeah, we'll jump in on this. They'll start getting money from all these other rich countries. The countries themselves are not. The leadership and the governments of these shitty-ass countries are. They're going to be collecting all this money, and the people ain't going to see it. It ain't going to go down to the people. It's going to go into the governments. But this has been all their plan. Redistribution of wealth. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? Now we're doing it on a global level. Thanks, UN. There's a reason President Trump wanted us out of the UN. UN. He wanted us out of the UN because we're fitting the bill for everything that goes on. The UN is probably one of the most corrupt. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, but as we're gonna go through the notes, we're gonna find out they're not. The UN is the most corrupt organization in the world. But I'm gonna leave loose terms on the UN being the most corrupt in the world because as we'll find out later on, that is going to uh, they'll probably be number three, four. Somewhere in there. Uh, 178 governments bought into Agenda 21. Uh, Agenda 21 uh, was the recognition of independence of environments, recognition of independence of environments, social health, social health, economic issues, and emphasis that all global people have the right to food, health care, shelter, and education. Sounds great, right? Everybody in the world should have the right to food, health care, Shelter and education. What's missing out of this? Money. Who's paying for it all? Who is paying for it all? That's where your your top five countries, uh, they're the ones fitting the bill for this. That's why, that's why President Trump didn't want us in there anymore. It's tired of US always being the one the cash cow our tax dollars going to all of these other projects when the mon- when the money's not being used for what it's supposed to recognition of independence of environments social health economic issues emphasis on food healthcare shelter and education sounds great And that was a quick overview. Agenda 21, again, got moved into 2030. So that is a small clip of my notes. Because Agenda 21 floats throughout the next six pages of notes that I have. So there's no reason to go over it because I'm going to go over it later. But that was that's how it started. Um, it is split down the middle, 50-50. Of was it successful? Did it work? Did the did the goals get obtained? Well, from your top half of these one seventy eight, it did actually. We were able to help help create different world markets. Um, grain out of the out of Ukraine, grain you, uh, Ukraine uh, distributes a lot of grain throughout the world. That is something that is is desperately needed, and it really affects our farmers here in the u.s because the u.s united states government pays our farmers to destroy crops pays our farmers to not grow pays our farmers to let their fields go dead and if you're a farmer you understand what that goes dead means that ground is no longer use useful it takes several years Several years, I want to say 8 to 10 years, to revive a field to get the nutrients needed to start growing a sustainable crop in that field. Our United States government was destroying, burning down, killing fields and crops from our farmers, our own, our own farmers. Why? Why? To bolster the rest of the world. This is where this globalist and this elitist bullshit came from. Agenda 21 in Rio. Things, things. once you start diving into this, there's a lot of stuff that still doesn't doesn't make sense. But you're like, ah, it starts opening some windows, right? Agenda 21. So, let's jump into Agenda 2030. And we'll have a, we'll have a little back and forth because of of how things overlap with each other agenda 2030 uh, like i'd said before with 21 it is the beginning of that globalist agenda well 2030 is they're slapping you in the face with it global 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 it's no longer about america it's no longer about our own people it's about everybody else We are providing services, we're providing food, we're providing health care, we're providing a fucking vaccine that only has a 12% effective rate for the rest of the world. Why? Because the United States of America is the richest country in the world. So why not, right? Redistribute our wealth. And just like Agenda 21, Sustainable Development Development, Approved by the United Nations General Assembly in 2015, so the plan, like I had said before, 21, it halfway worked. They started the ball, they got it going. Yeah, it didn't quite set in in some countries the way that they wanted it. But the UN General Assembly, they 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 stamped that thing down. This is the route we're going to go because it proved to work in all of these other countries. We just need to. Make everybody buy in, in air quotes. And we know what that means, to buy in. It's like this this forced vaccination of the COVID-19 shot. You're f- voluntold to take it. That's not freedom, folks. That is not freedom. Um, it establishes a transformative ver- vision towards the economic, social, and environmental system sustainability of the 193 UN member states that adopted it. So we jumped up from 178 to 193. More countries uh, have been sold on this, but the wordage is still the same. Economic, social, environmental stability, just like in Agenda 21. It got moved up. It got moved up, baby. We got to keep going. Just like Jay Inslee and his and his climate change bullshit that he that he tries pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing it's an agenda agenda 2030 agenda 2021 agenda it's what they're doing it's the goals they've i i mr freedom stick and i were talking i think this is the episode with brooksy here liberals are patient they start off slow they start off nudging 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 and then they go all crazy They start throwing everything in the pot, knowing that not everybody's going to buy the whole pot. But we can start pushing through a couple things because it'll slide by. That's where this Agenda 2030 comes from. 193 of the member states had adopted it. So now you've got the UN growing. You have these other organizations growing that I'll talk about here in a little bit. They're going to start to grow as well. That means more pressure. That means more help, more aid from these other countries, <coughs> as I laugh. Because really, we know that the, the top 10% of the countries are the only ones that do anything. The others just sit there with their hand out instead of making the changes that they need to provide for their own people. The main goal, and this is a, a simple Google search will will tell you what their main goal is. Global goals to end end poverty, end hunger, realize human rights of all, gender equality, empowerment of women and girls, and the lasting protection of earth. Sounds great, right? Sounds like that baby needs to be on a cereal box. I'm, I'm all for all of these. End poverty, end hunger. Realize the human rights of all people. Gender equality. For it. Men, women, men's sports, women's sports. Gender equality. The empowerment of women and girls. I mean, in some countries, they, you know, we can go to the Middle East and we can, we can show all the inequalities there. And then the lasting protection of Earth. I.E. climate change. Sounds, kinda, sounds kind of, sounds uh, kind of misleading there, right? Page number two, the conspiracy theory. This is where I come in. The conspiracy theory of the NWO, New World Order, Justin Trudeau, Joe Biden, um, Putin. They have all talked about the NWO, the New World Order. This is the New World Order. This is how things are going to be from now on. They've all said it. They don't give a shit anymore. They're not hiding from what they really want. These people are globalists. Justin Trudeau, he's a student of one of the guys we're going to talk about later here in just a couple minutes, actually. He's a student of theirs. They're a product of this NWO. They're a product of this globalist thinking. Conspiracy theory, NWO. Next one, global development framework. Setting up those global systems. Everybody is reliant upon everybody. What did we, when when, when COVID was running rampant, we didn't have enough PPE. We didn't have enough masks. We didn't have enough Uh, hand sanitizer we didn't have another you know a lot of stuff because we don't make it in our own country anymore medicals medicines we didn't have we don't have it in our country we don't make it because everything comes from overseas we're reliant upon the rest of the world so that framework is already there i don't i don't know why it's a conspiracy theory the global development framework where do your masks come from it's not coming from ohio it's not coming from wisconsin coming from China all of your masks and PPE all of your visors all of your respirators all that shit's coming from China Taiwan the the global f- development framework is already there and then the last that I have I mean there's there's several but the biggest one that applies to what I'm talking about right now is the great reset <laughs> And that should make you shit your pants right there. The Great Reset. It is on the World Economic Forum website. Go to it. It's weforum.com. The World Economic Forum. The Great Reset is on there. Weforum.org. I'm sorry, I said .com. It is .org. Weforum.org W-E, backslash great-reset. It'll take you right to it. They'll tell you exactly what you want to know. It's not a conspiracy theory when it's on their website. This is the goal. This is the agenda. It started in 21, agenda 21, and it didn't work. It didn't, the rest of the world didn't quite buy in. So now I got pushed to agenda 2030. It is the great reset. It is the global development. It is the NWO. The NWO. NWO. Let's break this one down. One world government. That's the, that's the whole agenda of the NWO. One world government. A cashless, single currency society. So there is no cash. It's all card. Actually, I think if you want to buy into if you want to buy into it'll be a you know a, a barcode, it'll be a, a thing that's implanted, a chip that's implanted, just wave your hand over the over the reader and it'll it'll pay your your transactions and all of your bills and all of that stuff. Okay. A cashless single currency society you could be in Guam, you can be in Kuwait, you can be in the United States of America, it's all the same rate. It's all the same it's all the same currency. Next one, government owned and controlled schools. The governments. So now it's being taught around the world one thing. One agenda being pushed all over the world through the same school. Liberals are smart. They went after the college kids first. They tried the older folks, but the older folks didn't buy into what they were doing. They pushed back. So then they went to the college kids. They went to the college kids because they're eager to learn. They're eager to be rebellious. They're eager to be, you know, different from their parents. So you you go after them because then those students are now becoming the teachers and then once the teachers become the 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 pushers of the pushers of the agenda now you can infiltrate the youth growing up the kindergartners the first graders second graders junior high high school they were smart going after the college students to go after the kids the youth that's how you do things that's how you get agendas pushed. Government-owned and controlled schools. They want to end single-family homes. They don't want single-family homes. They don't like the core of your families. They don't the, the world elites do not like that. They don't understand that. You go through the, the black community, the black families. the black families used to be the strongest families. and you can go down that rabbit hole if you want to of, of the reasons for destroying the black family and the, and them needing that done. And that's what they've done through the rest of the world. They don't want single family homes. They want to end them. And then 5G. I am not up on the 5G. Um, my phone is not 5G. I'm not, I'm not that that type of player. But that is that has always been a plan of theirs, the 5G. So then let's go into the WEF, the World Economic Forum. It's an international non-government and lobbying organization based out of Geneva, and it was founded in 1971 by Klaus Schwab. Now, Klaus Schwab, let me look at my board here. Klaus Schwab is not on my board, but I've got a page going of notes for him. So, Klaus Schwab, um, I'll, let me just give you a preface, a preface of, of who this guy is. It is not Charles Schwab, the investment people that. That we know that we've seen the commercials for. It is not the same family. They're not related. They have a similar last name. That is it. These people are completely different. Klaus Schwab really is not, is really is not a rich guy. He really does not have much going for him except for the idea. The idea that all of these world elites, that all of these rich companies, corporations, countries. The, the top 1% of the 1% making the decisions for the rest of the world. So they have a summit. Um, I have Geneva. I think it's in Switzerland. I don't have that written down. I believe it's in Switzerland because of certain... Uh, Things that the country that the country provides for them they don't have to pay certain taxes they don't you know the elites get o- getting away with with you know the taxes and and everything else the the, the the stuff that they have to pay for the countries pay for it's the same thing all over the world the the elites get away with not paying um, you know for stuff that normal everyday people get to pay for. So, but I believe it's in Switzerland. I don't know why I don't have that in my notes. I will double check that, but I I do believe it's Switzerland. So that's where this, this, now this meeting is being held is there. So it's the top 1% of the 1%. And you have to pay heavily to get in there. That's how Klaus Schwab makes his money. Well, he started this, this, uh, WF, the World Economic Forum. And then they started, they started pushing, nudging a little bit here a little bit there get the agenda here sell this to this person sell this idea to this person now they combine you know it's a networking it's like a it's like a MLM mid-level marketing scheme <laughs> probably a little bit more than that but that is a, that's about how it started so there, it was about getting the idea out there and it started in 1971 Okay, well before Agenda 21, 2021 came out there in Rio de Janeiro. But it started in, in 71. It was all Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab will have his own show. There are plenty of of stuff online about about this guy. If you want to dive into that first and you want to compare notes with me and what I find out, please, I will have that conversation because I, I doubt I'm going to be able to cover everything. So look into him yourself and and report back to me. But this WEF, they're probably corrupt number one. Number two. And then the UN after that. World Economic Forum. The WEF brings together the top business owners and decision makers of the world to make the decisions of the global agenda. So they're the ones that are that are creating the agendas and they're the one pimping it out. They're the one pushing. They're the one peddling. They're like a drug dealer. Just peddling. Just peddling the products, baby. And that's what the WF has done. The board members, the managing board is chaired by the World Economic Forum president, Bjorn Berendi, in the acts of the executive body of the World Economic Forum. Managing board members, Bjorn, like I just mentioned. Julian Gatani, Jeremy Juergens, 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 Adrian Monick, uh, Sarita Nair, Oliver Schwab. I don't know if there's a relation there. Saudi Zedadi Zihadi and Elios Zwingi. That's a Scrabble. That's a Scrabble. Bag of letters right there. Um, so that's your board. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine people. Nine people on this board. The top of the top, the top one percent. And then the rest. So this is the board. Then you got the rest of the of the important people. I guess if you want to call it there, they're the ones that are making the decisions for the rest of the world. How many nations are under the WEF, you might say? Who are these nations? Who are these, these people? Well, there's 193 of them. What? There's 193 of them. Does that ring a bell? How many nations are in the WF? 193. How many are in the Agenda 2030? 193. Weird. Weird. Is that coincidence? Nothing is coincidence when it comes to these elites. They've already planned this out. They already understand how it needs to go down. There's 193 countries... 193 countries bought into the Agenda 2030. 178 bought into Agenda 21. So they've been recruiting. Now 193 are a part of the World Economic Forum. Coincidence? Nothing is coincidence. World Economic Forum and the Great Reset. The WEF suggests that a globalized world controlled by them is the best way to fulfill the Agenda 2030. Do you know why? Why would the WEF, the World Economic Forum, be the best way to fulfill Agenda 2030? Because they lacked Agenda 2021. Only about half of them bought in. Eh, They weren't really sold. The World Economic Forum does not give a fuck. You know what a steamroller does? They just push their way through, baby. They do not care. This is the agenda that they're going to push. And who do they have behind them? They have the top 1% of the 1% in money, in business, in capital, in, in uh, global power. They don't care. World Economic Forum does not care. They're here to push the agenda. They've been working on it since 1971. Now it's time. They've had to. Justin Trudeau is a student of Klaus Schwab. There's several others on that list as well, but Trudeau is the one that's kind of the, the premier golden child running Canada. How did he handle the trucker situation, the trucker convoy up there? He didn't care. We're gonna start shutting down bank accounts, we're gonna freeze accounts, freeze assets you're going to do this or else we're going to. They didn't have Canadian Mounties, the RCMP. They were not the ones that were up there doing this stuff. They had the UN. They had the UN troops in there under their police uniforms. That was the UN because they didn't care. They started running people over in horses or with horses. They didn't care. They came in, they did a job. You think that that perked the ears of the United States citizens? You think that perked the ears of the good old boys out there? You think we're going to let that happen to us? We've already seen how it plays out. WF saw how that played out. They know it ain't going to go down here. For them to get the agenda pushed, you have to eliminate the United States of America. The United States of America is the last goal the last beacon on the hill. the last shiny beacon on the hill. I cannot remember what Reagan said. God dang it. I've been thinking about it all day long. shiny shiny beacon on the hill. America is the world's last hope when it comes to defeating the world economic Forum. They have to have us either, Burn to the ground, or they have to have us on their side. Because this agenda does not go down if the United States of America is against it. And I'm going to tell you right now, if this country does not wake up, this country will either burn to the ground, or it will be on the side of the World Economic Forum. We need to get people to wake up to what is going on. We need to get people to wake up on this vote that's going down on May 22nd, which I'll talk about here in a little bit. The best way to take over a country, the best way to collapse a country, the best way to initiate the Great Reset is to bankrupt a nation, not just by the money, but by the price of fuel, By the food supply, the cost of food, housing costs, and interest rates. Because this is what's going to happen. And I'm stuck in the middle of this too because I want to buy a house. Housing rates right now are obnoxious. A three-bedroom, two-bath house, $600,000. Who the fuck can afford that? Why would you want to pay that for a house? Number one. That house is not worth $600,000. My fear is, my fear is you go to spend $600,000 on this house and then the market actually levels out to normal. Let's just, in best case scenario, the housing market levels out to, to to normal. That's a $180,000 house, a $200,000 $200, house at best. And now you just paid $600,000 for it. So w- what happened to that 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 $400,000 right there. You're so far upside down on your house. You're never going to get out from under it. So theory goes, you have this market that's super sky high interest rates are now starting to climb. The only people who are going to be able to buy houses are the elites. And then when that market crashes, it's just going to throw interest rates up even higher. Who is going to be able to afford those interest rates? The world elites, big business, and those who have already set aside the money to purchase all of these homes. Government-controlled housing, government-controlled land acquisitions, acquisitions, the government, um, black BlackRock, damn it. Uh, There's a couple companies out there that 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 is all they do. They're just about land acquisitions. Um, There's a couple different companies. I I, I can't think of them offhand. But they're the ones who are out there already buying it. Uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is buying up farmland. The fuck does Bill Gates know about farming? It's not about the farming. It's about the land. It's about owning It's about getting his hands on whatever he can because he knows what's coming because he's a part of this douchebag group. Klaus Schwab, like I just said, is going to get his own show. Um, And I'm not going to talk about Klaus Schwab, but I'm going to talk about his right-hand man, Yuval Noah Harari. Uh, Look him up. Look him up, Yuval Noah Harari. Um, He is a tech advocate He is an AI pusher. Um, He is an Israeli historian, public uh, intellectual, author, a public intellectual, so a lot of public speaking, author, and he's a professor at the Department of History at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. And I'm going to play a clip that is by him, he's going to be talking about A.I.
1: On the one hand, make it possible to start enhancing and upgrading humans. And on the other hand, especially the rise of A.I. will make more and more humans economically unnecessary, useless, and therefore also politically powerless. And the world or humanity might have different parts of humanity might have different futures. And we might see really a process of some kind of speciation.
0: Did you hear what he just said right there? He said, with the use of AI, you basically make the human race useless. With AI, you don't need to have cops. You don't need to have farmers. You don't need to have your servants for the world elites. You've got AI. So what does that do to all those people? It pushes them down into the system. It makes them all reliant upon the government. The government knows best, right? AI. He is a huge proponent of AI. He does not respect the human race. He knows through history. He is one of the the, the world renowned. The fore, forementioned, he, I don't know, one of, the, one of the top historians when it comes to the human race and how it has evolved and where it's going, he is not a big fan of where the human race is going. He wants to make sur- superhumans. He wants to be able to get more out of the human race, to have that superior species, Mr. Freedomstick has brought this up several times, and I was going through my notes. It clicked. He said the German, the Nazis did not get defeated in World War II. They did not get defeated. They disbanded. They disbanded, and they went abroad. And the plan has always been to come back together to create a superior race. It is... (laughs) It is, do you understand why my mind, why my head hurts? Taking these notes and going through and doing the research and writing everything down, it, it my head hurts. My heart hurts. Because so many things come together that is right there. It's all right there in your face. But what do people do when things don't make sense? Yeah, they shake their head at it and go away. They walk by. They walk by. They don't care. It's, it doesn't affect their day-to-day life. So how do you defeat people being interested? You overwhelm them. And I was going to say this at the beginning of the show. There is so much stuff going on right now that it is that you do feel helpless. You do feel overwhelmed. You don't know who to believe. There is so much, there is so much being thrown at you that you can't wrap your head around all of it. I'm because of the podcast, because of my social media platforms. I dabble in a lot of things. Do I know the ins and outs of all of the stuff that's going on? No, not at all. You can't. My, Advice to you going forward is you don't have to know what's going to happen. You don't have to know what's going on. You don't have to be in front of that. But you can be prepared by food storage. You can be prefer- prepared with, you know, if you want to get into canning, if you want to get into starting your own gardens, if you want to get into uh, the food storage, the, you know, in- anything like that, your other preparedness, first aid kits batteries blankets get into that stuff extra propane uh other heating sources flashlights knives um you know anything like that go back through my through my shows or or message me and we can we can go through it but be prepared because like i've said it, it it might not be the world economic forum coming in with u.n troops it might not be that We just had a tornado touchdown in Airway Heights in Spokane, y'all. Things are things are changing. Things are happening. We could have an earthquake. We could have a volcano. We could have a tornado, apparently. We can have all these natural disasters that happen. And what is really then gonna happen when it comes to our food groceries, you know, our food at the grocery stores, our water supply our electricity our power grid what's going to happen to that be prepared that's where you start you don't have to understand what's going on throughout the world but you can be prepared for something check your dates i just went through my pantry this weekend i went through just checked all the dates they're already in order but as you buy stuff sometimes it doesn't get pushed all the way to the back and things get pulled forward oh this needs to be eaten now because it's going to start going bad that's what you do. You just you you build up your pantry and then you just kind of start rotating stock through. Be prepared for something. Just be just be ready for something. Don't it doesn't matter what it is. Just be prepared. That's where you start. And then find a topic that you think you can understand and dive into it. You don't have to be an expert on it, but you can understand it. You can you can dive in. You want to dive into Hunter Hunter Biden's laptop. You want to jump into the Glenn Maxwell case and child pedophiles, the Hollywood elites, Disney being pedophiles, Netflix and their propaganda saying men can have babies. This bullshit. Ah. Find one thing that's going on in the world and immerse yourself into it so that way you understand it. Don't try to understand everything that's going on. But that's where you start. But be prepared. Be prepared for your family. Have the rule of threes. Three weeks, or three days, three weeks, three months. Have enough food storage on hand. Have enough supplies on hand. Toilet paper, paper towels, cleaning supplies, water. Enough for three days. I got three days. Boom. Let's move to three weeks. You don't have to buy it all at once. It's a slow process. A lot of us are well on our way to six months to a year, but you, you got to start off somewhere. And if you want help in that on where to start, what things to buy, please email the show. And I will, I will get you pointed in the right direction. It's at the utmost importance to have yourself a pantry of food for three days for three weeks, for three months. And it's not going to go bad. Whatever you buy, you're, you're going to reuse. You're going to use on a day-to-day basis. You're just kind of restocking the back and moving everything forward. So it's not going to go bad, but you don't have to buy it all at once either. But be ready for that, okay? Yavel Noah Harari. He believes in... Organism hacking, like I just kind of mentioned, he wants to develop these superhumans. Organism hacking. In twenty eight speech, or in twenty eighteen, he did a speech in Davos about these superhumans, about these um, engineered humans that can that can. You know, have, have superpowers. It's, it's really weird. It's really weird what they're trying to obtain.
1: Earth, in order to overcome death, a couple of geeks in a laboratory can do it. We'll have the possibility of upgrading humans into superhumans. Uh, if we we are giving up on on gods, but we will turn ourselves into new kinds of gods, we'll maybe acquire divine abilities to ourselves. In the next few decades, we are likely to see the emergence of non-organic life and the greatest revolution not only in history, but also in biology.
0: See, they've already started this. They've already started, they're preparing for this. They've already started this. It's all being done under our noses. It's all right there. You can go through YouTube. You can find it all. Yuval Noah Harari. He is the right-hand man of Klaus Schwab. He is the guy that starts, he's the guy that goes out and talks. Because why? Because he's a public Intellectual. He can talk, he can write, he's got several books. Bill Gates is a student of this Yuval Yuval Noah Harari. I mean, Bill Gates is a tech guy, right? We We know what Bill Gates does. You don't think he's kind of started integrating this into his phones, into his electronics, into his systems? Things start. When windows start opening, the doors are the next. And then you jump through them doors and you start chasing rabbits. Start going down the rabbit holes. But that is fact. Bill Gates is a follower of this. Do you know who else is a follower of this? Mark Zuckerberg. They are both followers of Schwab and Harari. They are not denying. They want to make superhumans. They want to be able to break into the codes, into the DNA codes of humans and start tinkering. This speech is a warning. Maybe it's a warning. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. They were trying to say that this speech was a warning that I don't believe. So you go through and you listen to this speech. It's not a warning. They're telling you exactly. Barack Obama did this as well. He told you exactly what he was going to do. This, the elites don't care. The elites don't care. The World Economic Forum does not care. They're going through with the agenda. This is not a warning. This is a promise. The speech is a is a promise about the dangers of computing, uh, computing power combined with the increased knowledge of biology and the future of data-driven digital dictatorships. One world government, single currency. Bill Gates, Zuckerberg. It's all right there. It's all combined. The pieces are all there together. You just have to get your mind wrapped around and put it all together. When you start thinking about the two faces of electronics... Who do you you think of? Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg. These two guys have been collecting data. Remember when Facebook went down for eight hours? I don't know if we'll ever find this out to be true. Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, they all went down for eight hours. There is a rumor, and where there's smoke, there's fire, there is a rumor that the The United States government, the military, went into the uh, server warehouse down in California, pulled all the hard drives, and then eight hours later, they were turned back on. They pulled all the hard drives. I guarantee they just made copies, gave them back, and said, all right, thanks. Dive into that one in a second, but gave them back. It got to the point where you couldn't even go www.facebook.com. It never even came up. It was gone. The whole thing was gone. And then it miraculously popped back in. They said, eh, it just went down. Not a big deal. No, something happened there. Things like that just don't happen for a reason. Something happened right there. And I, it was a test i another conspiracy theory it was a test how do we how are we going to react when the when the internet goes down because that will be the that will be how this thing shoots off power grid cell phones internet gone how will these people react well they had a case study shut facebook down 80 percent of this country is on facebook How is the country going to react when Facebook goes down? Because that's how you talk to people. Messenger, Instagram, WhatsApp, all communication tools. Everybody talks to everybody on these apps. How are they going to react? That was the case study. Watch. Watch them. Watch them like little ants in a sugar pile. We were just their case study. Who is the data owners in this country? Facebook and Bill Gates. Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates. The world elites. If able to control humans, they have two guys that already know what the trends are, what the technology is. You start figuring out superhumans. You start figuring out the, uh, what is it, organism hacking? DNA codes, you start playing God. I mean, he said it in his video right there. We don't need gods. We got technology. You start tinkering with superhumans. You start tinkering with these codes, and they have the computer systems already set up, i.e. 5G. See where I'm going here? 5G to set up all of these humans who all they really need is a shot, (coughs) a shot to be controlled. You start messing with the DNA and the codes of humans, the technology needed. This is why they've been fighting Elon Musk over the purchase of Twitter. Elon Musk claims he wants free speech. But if the government doesn't have control over Twitter, which is a huge platform, Of knowledge and data i think that's the biggest fight that they're of why they don't want elon musk owning this twitter is because they don't have their hands in it then elon says he's not playing that game now you go to mr freedom stick again and every bad guy needs a what every villain needs a what needs a hero Needs a hero. I actually, I actually, the other day, I said, what if it's Hunter Biden? What if Hunter Biden is the hero? What if it's Hunter Biden that knows exactly what's going on? He knows what's going on in the Biden crime family. Why do you think he's always getting so doped up? He's always high because his, his conscience can't help. His conscience is being destroyed right now. His conscience knows what's, what's best and what's right. So what do you do? Cover it up with cocaine. You cover it up with meth. You cover it up with other stuff. One day, I believe it's going to be Hunter Biden that stands up and puts an end to the Biden crime family. It's going to be him that breaks the wall down or the of the Hollywood pedophiles, the Disney pedophiles. It'll, it's all going to be Hunter Biden. He's going to expose Ukraine for what it's actually used for. What if it's Hunter Biden that is the hero to the villain? Woo! I know that's out there, but the thought did cross my mind. So I had to post it, but every villain needs a hero. What if it's Elon Musk that's trying to be the hero? He's trying to, you know, to be that guy. You know, Freedom Stick had had brought up Donald Trump. Donald Trump, I believe, and this is kind of where, if you're not paying attention, he's he's backing a guy like Dr. Oz, who is a member of the WF. He's a member of the World Economic Forum. So that, that backing doesn't make sense. He also backs another guy who's a member of the WF. There's rumors that Dan Crenshaw, who I am a huge fan of, who I believe he is a rock star for the Republican Party, believe he is a member of the WF. So I've I am putting a pause on that one, putting a thumbprint, a thumbtack in that one, and we're gonna go back and we're gonna go look at Dan. And if I find anything about him that's a part of this plan, I'm gonna blow him up. He'll be on the list. back to the notes two guys um, that have all the data who have all the technology Bill Gates Mark Zuckerberger it's all right there it's all right there you you don't you don't need any other data you've got it all they've already played with your phones they've already played with with the uh, data mining they've already got your trends and your habits and and everything that they need is all right there. the technology is there the 5 G's there. The Jabby Jab is already there. May 22nd, 2022. Might become the day that is the most infamous day in our history. I always thought it was 9-11. I never believed that it was our own country that initiated all of that. And I don't want to believe that it was our country that initiated that. I don't want to believe it. But so many arrows of what's going on today points back to nine eleven. I don't want to believe that. My head's not in the sand. I listen. I look into things. I don't want to believe it. I just don't. I don't want to believe it. May 22nd 2022 there is a vote to push up and accelerate the agenda 2030 the agenda 2030 implementation they have to they have to push it up because they know they're running out of time and I'm going to play a clip The Secretary General and Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, will will witness the signing of a memorandum of understanding
1: on a strategic partnership between the UN and the World Economic Forum, which outlines areas of cooperation to deepen engagement between the two institutions and to jointly
0: accelerate the implementation of the 2030 agenda. Boom. Boom. They put it out there. They put it out there, the UN and the World Economic Forum pushing through the agenda to accelerate the launching of Agenda 2030. It's all right there. This is happening May 22nd. That's in two weeks, folks. Two weeks. A lot of it is going to be about COVID 19. That's their, that's their chip in there. Remember when I told you a while back, the Omicron variant was supposed to be stronger than what it was. The Omicron variant was supposed to be a motherfucker. And it didn't. It didn't do what they wanted it to do. They missed a f- calculation in the formula. They missed something. Something went wrong the human bodies kicked its ass I, I don't know i don't know what happened i believe it was supposed to be the omicron variant president biden came out and said this is going to be the most deadliest variant i mean he was blowing it up before it was even out yet he was blowing it up like we've got to have money we've got to have this we've got to have that we've it's going to be so deadly we're not going to we're not going to be able to handle the numbers all the hospitals are going to be overrun and it didn't do what it was supposed to do. The Omicron variant, the Delta variant, were supposed to create mass casualties, to create a panic, to create emergency orders, to create this timeline that was needed to push the agenda Push America, push the United States into an emergency state. And therefore only one man has control. We don't need the government anymore. One man is in control and that's President Biden, i.e. whoever's got their hand up his ass and he's the puppet. Whoever that is. Wow. I'm just, I'm just, it's just crazy, crazy to think about. It pushes it up. That's why this agenda's got to be accelerated. Because something happened with the Omicron variant. They're already talking about another one coming out. They're already talking about another boosters needed. Get in line for your eighteenth fucking booster, you monkeys. The implement implementation of the UN and the World Economic Forum. They just played it in that clip. He was just talking about it. The WHO, World Health Organization, and the WEF working together on this vote. It's a vote of digital ID, global vaccinations, and the stripping of the sovereignties of the 193 countries. COVID-19 is their way in to stripping these countries of their sovereignty. Because now the world the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the UN, they're now the ones who are going to be in charge of telling you what you're going to do with your bodies. Global vaccinations and digital IDs. Let's go back to the NWO. Single... Uh, cashless, single currency society, government-owned and controlled schools. I-, I should probably put hospitals there, doctor's offices, end of single homes, 5G. I, I, um, call it a conspiracy theory, man. <laughs> it looks like it's all coming together. They get to make the decisions on your medical. They get to tell you. It's already in Canada. Canada is a single-payer fucking medicine uh, hospital up there. Why do you think so many people up in Canada come down to the United States for treatment? Because they go through and they go, no, that's not needed right now. We need to do it for you know people down the line. Oh, you, your, your arm's broke, but it's starting to heal? All right, well, we're not going to look at you. We're going to look at the next person in line. We'll wait on you. Oh, you're old. You don't need that treatment anymore. It can be used for somebody more efficient. You don't get that. America is the greatest country in the nation when it comes to the things that are provided for its people. That's why everybody from around the world comes to, to the United States for their treatments, for their surgeries, for the doctors. What is going to happen when the rest of the world is on a digital ID, is on a global vaccination, and that each of these countries are stripped of their sovereignty? Because when you start having outside... Uh, outside entities pushing their way and telling you what to do, you are no longer a sovereign nation. This is the Great Reset Agenda. Remember I told you, go to the World Economic Forum. Go look up the Great Reset. It, it, It tells you exactly what's going on. They don't hide it. This is the Great Reset Agenda, and the UN wants to enact a global... Pandemic treaty—that's what it is. It's a—it's—it's it's a nice word. It's a—it's a cute term. Pandemic treaty. Only, only if a global pandemic strikes again will we will we need to use this. Jay Inslee in Washington State still has emergency powers. He does not want to let those go. Why? Because he's a tiny little man, who has an inch of power behind him finally and he's not going to let it go it's it's in a nice nice wrapping of a pandemic treaty once you give away your sovereignty they don't give a fuck if it's a treaty or not they now control you the pandemic treaty that would eliminate bodily autonomy and the right to make one's own medical decisions. Page number three. What stands in the way of this? The United States Constitution. As do a lot of other countries. They have their their own countries or their own constitutions for their countries, however they want to call it, the United States Constitution stands in their way. They have to eliminate America. Nothing will go on in this world if they do not get rid of the United States of America, either by burning it to the ground or we join their side. It's the only way. But you're going to have to kill a lot of Americans to make that happen. Because if this goes down, this world is fighting, and we will win. Hands down, the United States citizen is the biggest army in the world. There are more guns in this country than there are in the entire world combined. So if they want to fuck around and find out, it's going to be messy, but we will win. So because of this, the WHO and the WF will vote. This is what's going on on May 22nd. They will vote to abolish all the nation states and merge them into a global governance. I'm sorry, a global government structure in which the WHO will make everybody's medical decisions for them. They're just using the cloak of COVID-19 the medical decisions we're we're gonna vaccinate everybody in this world with a 12 percent efficiency it's come out in the pfizer documents you know those little things you know when the roe versus wade kind of popped itself out in a little piece of paper it hasn't been ruled upon but look how these fucking women are losing their minds nothing has even happened yet timing coincidence like i said nothing happens by coincidence May twenty second will change history, and will we will find out there. There is, I'm hearing a lot of different things. Constitution, it'll never happen. We have the constitution. We'll we won't give up our sovereignty. Some people are saying because of such and such and such that has already been in place, we've already given up our sovereignty. Another theory is. If Joe Biden is the one signing it, he's the president of the United States. He has the power. It's already been set up through such and such. I, I I don't I don't know them yet. I don't know what that is yet. Find out find out the 22nd, I guess. All he's got to do is sign that piece of paper and it, it gives up our sovereignty. Makes us one of the 193. Now they can come and try they can come and try. They can come and try and take this country over. I don't give a fuck if they signed a piece of paper or not. This is our land, and we will fight for our land again, and we will win. So, they can try. It's not going to end well. The WCH, another, another Scrabble, Scrabble word name. The World Council for Health, they actually wrote an an open letter condemning this treaty, saying these countries would in fact lose their sovereignty and be under UN control. The WCH already sees what is happening. I want to kind of know more about this group, because it sounds like they're not under control of these world elites. Sounds like they're on the right side of history. They, are, they can already see that the impact of the sovereignty of their countries when it comes to the UN control. It increases the who's, uh, this is a quote from, from the letter, it increases the who's suffocating power to declare unjustified pandemics, weird, impose uh, dehumanizing lockdowns, which is what's going on in Shanghai, China, and enforce executive or expensive unsafe and ineffective treatments against the will of the people i don't know a covid vaccine that they claimed had 90% effective effectiveness that has 12 from the pfizer documents that were released when the paper came out for roe versus wade weird timing right coincidence the Who also has conflict of interest. Thirteen different amendments uh, to the proposal illustrate that none of the required none of them require a two third approval from the U.S. Senate. For something like this to happen, the Senate has to have two thirds approval. But if you go back and you want to listen to these other talking heads. We've already given it up through a little bit here and a little bit here and a little bit here and a little bit here. Remember, liberals are patient. They don't want everything all in one shot. That'll expose them for the crooked little fucks that they are. But a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. And then before you know it, you've got yourself a whole bowl of jelly beans. They don't want the whole bag of jelly beans right away. Because now they're going to go, oh, what happened to our jelly beans? Well, they take one and two. They take one and two. They take one and two. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Before they know it, they got a full bowl. The treaty. Some people are saying that we're already a part of the treaty. I believe that this came from... George Bush. George Bush actually signed us into this treaty in 1992 when he signed us into with 173, 178, I'm sorry. We have already signed ourselves into this treaty, but I believe that we have been pulled out of this treaty under under, uh, President Trump. There's a lot of, of, of back and forth that some of it doesn't make sense. But then that goes back into, have we already signed over our sovereignty? I mean, we know what we have in the Constitution, but where does it fall when it comes to something like this? I guess, I guess we'll find out. A simple majority of the 194, so this goes back to all of the people, all of the the. the countries okay and notice this number it's been uh, 193 right a simple majority of the 194 who members wait a second wait a second i thought it was 193 go back to agenda 2030 193 go back to the who members 193 a simple majority of the 194. I didn't notice that when I was doing my research for this. I noticed it two days ago, though. Where did the one come from? You see, in all of these right here, in the 193 for the, for the 2030 and the 193 WHO members, the United States is not a part of them. 194 simple majority of the WHO members. It's like we're kind of back into that. That's why I don't know. Simple majority of the 194 WHO members is all it will take to pass the amendments. The U.S. would not be able to decide for itself whether or not to pass them. We're a part of that 194. Either we're a part of the treaty or not. I don't think that matters. I think it's, we're that one from 193 to 194. We're that one. And I don't think we get a say either way. It does not, I don't think it matters of the two-third approval by the U.S. Senate. A simple majority of everybody else. That's why President Trump wanted us out. He wanted us out because he already knew. Why does the sovereignty matter of our country? If you go to the Heritage Foundation, which is a great, a great website, go to the Heritage Heritage Foundation. Um, I have a whole report downloaded that is full of words. <laughs> it's it's a lot, folks. Um, go to the Heritage Foundation. The USA is an independent nation governed by the American people. And control its own affairs. American people wrote a constitution, created its own government, elects its own representatives, and makes laws. We are a very significant country when it comes to the rest of the world because we formed our own government. We formed our own politicians. We elected our own politicians, representatives, and we made our own laws. We already fought for this once bunch of farm boys over America against the greatest army this world has ever seen. And we took them boys down. We formed our own country. We formed our own government, elected our own representatives and created our own laws. George Washington wrote to Alexander Hamilton and my daughter's going crazy. She's like, Oh my God, it's Hamilton, (laughs) which is a good play. I guess. If a foreign power can tell America what we shall do or shall not do, we have independence yet to seek and have contended hitherto for very little. That's what George Washington said to Alexander Hamilton. Hitherto means until now or until the point in time under discussion. Hitherto. If a foreign power can tell America what we shall do or shall not do, We have independence yet to seek. The purpose of this government is to secure the people's rights and the God-given rights to self-govern. Our government, the only reason our government is around is to keep the people safe. George Washington, when when he became president, didn't want to become president. No, he just wanted everybody just to live in peace. There should be no rulers because that's what they came under or came out from. He didn't want any of that. He didn't want to be put in charge of people. He wanted people to be free. Make your own choices. Do what you want to do. But then it was kind of explained that then, you know, we, we need you. We need you in this position to help govern and we can write it out any way that we want to. The, the the slate is clean, the whiteboard's free. We can start now creating our own. So they had atheists, they had god lovers, they had I don't think they had satanic worshipers back then. They could have, but they had a they had a whole gamlet of people and wrote the Declaration of Independence. And that document still stands today as one of the as one of the pillars of this country. That document has so much power and it relates from then to now. And we need to decide right now if this country is worth saving and keeping sovereign. Almost finished up here. Um, The U.S. Senate. uh, This is why the U.S. Senate uh, votes on most everything. They vote on all the treaties... That are, to, that are supposed to be negotiated by the president. That's why we have to have a two-thirds vote from our Senate to even go back then to the president for him to talk about the treaties, yether yay or nay, because our, our Constitution tells our government what it can and can't do. Our government, our, our Constitution does not tell the people what it can and can't do. It tells the government what it can and can't do for the people. Government forgets that a lot. No, I take that back. Government does not forget that. They just don't care. Our government seems to want to rule and be kings and dictators. But our Constitution protects us from that. So the Senate has to have two-thirds vote for anything that goes on with treaties For the president, and I only wrote that out because of the significance of the pandemic treaty that'll be voted on here in May May twenty second. I believe to my core, this is why President Trump wanted us out of the United Nations. He wanted us out of the United Nations, and why the American people won't and should not let this country be run. By outside sources, be taken over by outside sources. He knew. He knew. He knew what the UN was doing. He got tired of us. I mean, I I, I equated it last time to a softball team. There's a there's a certain, let's just take this the softball team makes fun of a certain player. They're jealous, whatever, don't it don't matter. They make fun of a certain player, put this player down, but then and when a tournament comes around, they need this player because they have somebody hurt, not able to make it. They need this player. And they'll win the tournament with this player, or they're they're going up a level in a tournament. They need this player. So, oh, you know, we didn't we were just messing around. We didn't really really mean what we were saying. Come play with us. Come play with us. We, we'll win this tournament with you. So the person goes over, plays with this team. The team goes, oh, damn, thanks for coming, man. Appreciate you being on the team. By the way, you're going to pay our entry fee. And we already have hotels reserved. You're going to pay for those as well. Man, that doesn't sound like a good deal. You asked me to come play with you, but now i got to foot the bill for everything? They go and they win the tournament. They all come home. They're all happy. Yeah, we won this tournament. woo Yeah, but we didn't need them over there. We didn't need them. They weren't as good as they thought they were they were kind of they were they were you know they were kind of cheating a little bit don't they weren't as good as they were advertised don't don't worry about that that's what the un that's what the un does especially when it comes to america they only want us for their money it's like let's go red pill on this one guys you have a woman that you're chasing the only time she really needs you is when she needs something done from her to do list She'll talk to you. She'll butter you up. She'll be. She'll text you all day long. And then you go over. Let's say it's. Let's say it's. Uh, the yard needs needs weed-eated, or or mowed, or something. A Couple dump runs. She's just. She's nice to you. Sends you text messages all day. You come over. She's promised you dinner maybe a massage or movie, whatever. You get the chores done, and then, oh, I'm not feeling very well. Let's reschedule, and then ghost you for two weeks. But she got done what needed to be done, though. That's what the U.N. does. The U.N. needs the U.S. to get anything done when it comes to anything of significance. All of these countries need the United States of America either for their bankroll or their power that comes with the United States of America. The World Economic Forum knows it cannot push this agenda with the American people standing in its way. It's not the country. It's not the United States government. It's the United States of America people whether they want to buy in or they don't want to buy in. There are more people who understand what is going on. There are more veterans in this country who really understand violence, who really understand what war is. They can do some bad shit. Do they want to do this again? No, they don't. That's why they got out. But they will. You want to open up Pandora's box and you want to let these veterans run nuts without any commanding officers over them because the UN is now coming in telling us what we can and can't do. These, these men and women, these veterans, gave their lives, whether they lost it in war, in battle, or they came back and they're not the same. They gave their lives either way for this country. And you think they're going to let the United Nations come in and enforce their will upon us? I don't know about you, but the right side of history on this one is behind our veterans. And I know plenty of good old boys who are going to be right there on their six helping out. I don't know. I don't know what these little, let's just call them liberal men. I'm not going to put them down. God, I really want to though. These liberal men who just want to have everybody make decisions for them. These beta males who have who are just fine burying their head in the sand, who want to be told what to do. I don't know what they're going to do. I Don't know what side they're going to be on. Hopefully they wake up when they see what is going to happen to this country. If our veterans do not stand up, if the good old boys, the, the people with guns, they know what's going on and they start fighting, what side are these beta males going to be on? That will be interesting to see. May 22nd, folks. Like I said at the beginning of this, this will be my most important podcast to date. We went over a lot of information right there. Agenda 2030 is not this ice cream and sprinkles that it's made out to be. It's not about pandemic treaty. It's about the sovereignty of countries and who now is in control of this sovereignty, who is holding the sovereignty in their hands. You can't open up a window thinking they're not going to bust the door down. You can't open up a window thinking they're not going to just reach through and unlock the door and not go into it. That's what this treaty does. The treaty opens up the window in the name of COVID-19 pandemic treaty. It's, it's just so that we can make decisions on pandemics. That's all it is. The fuck it is. You fucking liberal looney tunes. May 22nd will go down in history as one of the most important dates that this world has ever seen. If you do not understand what May 22nd is, may God have mercy on your soul. Because May 22nd will be an important date. All of these other distractions, Roe versus Wade, Johnny Depp trial... The Pfizer documents being leaked out in pieces, not leaked out, but being dumped into pieces. It's all a distraction. It's all it's all it's all a stairway. It's all a plan. May twenty second, we're gonna find out what is gonna happen to this world when it comes to this pandemic treaty. I advise you to stock up on your foods. I advise you to stock up your pantries. Because we do not know what is going to happen once this treaty gets signed, gets pushed through. I mean, like I said, the World Economic, World Economic Forum might not just give a shit. And they're going to go with their plans either way. If you don't think these good old boys, these veterans here in America are ready for that, sorely mistaken. Be stocked up on your foods. Be stocked up on your pantry. Share this podcast with your friends and do some research on Agenda 2030. I am Lambo. I hope that you hear this message and I hope that you can use it. Agenda 2030 is not a joke, folks. Understand it. This is a little extra Lambo podcast. You can find me on my link tree, South Hill Podcast Studios. You can find me on the Mr. Freedom Stick website, M-I-S-T-E-R, Freedom Stick. And you can find me on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. Little extra Lambo. Peace!